What is going on, <laughs> Spotify back. and Apple listeners? We are back. This is mm-hmm. episode five of the Boys for Life podcast. Yes, sir. I know they're not seeing it. The people that are listening, I not don't know yet. if our YouTube's going to be live yet because we were talking about YouTube on mm-hmm. episode two, and obviously that's a little bit delayed. But yeah. for the people, if this is up on YouTube, you will see that we are in a different setting. We are not at the usual filming place, which no. we normally do at your at your uh, house. Mm-hmm. We are over mm-hmm. at mine. So we got a new setting. Let's go, baby. I'm in the Papa Corner. We are talking. <laughs> Welcome back to episode five. Listen, man, I got to start off by just saying mm-hmm. I am absolutely thrilled and beyond excited yeah. by the reception that we've been getting Dude, yes. from the people that have listened to the uh-huh. first two episodes. Because now, while we're recording this, we have released two episodes. So we released one last week. Mm-hmm. We released one this Tuesday. It is yes. Thursday. Yep. Yep. We released one Tuesday. And then episode wow. three is coming out next Tuesday. And the people have been loving it. So thank you guys thank you. so much yes. for your support, your kind words, the messages that you sent to me and Colton just about how you're relating to the podcast and how you know, entertaining and exciting it is to listen to it. Um, that just brings crazy, crazy joy to me. Bro, Dude, honestly. Yeah. No, it was our goal. That's what we wanted. We talked about in episode one is we just want people to enjoy it. So that's it. Thank that's you guys. That's all we can ask for. Yeah. I mean, another thing too, I mean, appreciate you, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, just ask, just, Go on Spotify. Give us a five star review if you can, yes. or two or three, whatever you think. Whatever it is. you're thinking, honestly, honestly, give us a zero. Please yeah, don't. Honestly, but if that's you, really what you think it is, yeah. Then. If, you, if you think it's dog shit, give us a dog shit review. Honestly, like we want to hear your feedback. But I mean, if you really like our podcast, share it with share it with a friend. We'd appreciate that. Share it in your story. I mean, we just we just went live for the first time, and we had a Ooh. blast interacting with only I think five or six people. Dude, incredible. That was awesome. I've never gone Instagram live I ever in my entire life. <laughs> I've never even been a part of an Instagram live, but that was. So much fun. It's so fun. You see them when they like join in. It's like, yo, shout out Wilson. Yeah. Shout out Dino. Yeah. Like, shout out Sid. Everybody. Dude, yeah. It's so fun, man. It's so fun. But dude, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I mean, we got a lot to talk about. We have a lot. When was the last time we recorded? Because you've been traveling a lot. I feel like we haven't recorded anything since before the third. Oh and it's, yeah. Wow. We've been we've been slacking a little bit. We have been slacking a little we've bit. We've had a lot. We've and had a lot of things what? going on. It's July twenty seventh, so we haven't recorded in like three and a half weeks. It's okay, though. But we're back. We're back. This is exactly why we wanted to do four episodes before mm-hmm. we released it, so we could have some things in the bank before yeah. we release. But we're back now. We're back, Got a baby. lot to catch up on. Yeah. So just hit us with it. Dude, top thing. I think we need to jump right in. July 3rd. July 3rd. I believe we talked about in the last podcast. For those of you who don't remember, every July 3rd, we have a Hergage Bash in uh, my parents' place in Wheaton. Mm-hmm. My brother's birthday is on the 4th. The DuPage County Fairgrounds, they have fireworks on the 3rd. And Jeff's been over, over the last three years? Mm-hmm. Three yeah, years? Like three, maybe four. Three, maybe four. And it's been, dude, it's been a blast. We've had Wilson over. We've had Connor Zarbuck's been coming over. Mm-hmm. Had a bunch of the guys come over. Hezekiah. Hezekiah. Landon was there last Landon. year. He wasn't there this year, but... All yeah. the boys are coming out and just all showing the, love. That's all it is, man. And we play Hammerschlagen, your favorite game. Your start to be your favorite game, Hammerschlagen. Hammerschlagen. Oh, for those of you who don't know, we'll have to demonstrate. We'll sh- Go look up Hammerschlagen online. It's yeah. kind of hard to explain. Um, I learned it at Whitewater. Super fun game. Can be a little bit dangerous can, if it, there's if, alcohol if consumption. Are, you know, kind of inebriated, it could be pretty dangerous. I feel like drunk people, <laughs> big nails, and hammers could kind of lead to a lot. But you know what? Nobody got injured this year or last year. Yeah, knock on knock wood. On wood. Um, you know, the last couple of times we played it, it's been a total blast. Tons of food. Last year we did a bunch of steaks. This year we made a ton of burgers. 
Shout which, out you. Which were a smash hit. The burgers were a smash hit. It was honestly a good call. Yes. Um, doing the burgers as opposed to, you know, some steaks. I just feel like yeah. the burgers appealed to more of the masses and we were totally. able to feed more people. I probably made what, 40, 50? Close minimum, to it. Minimum. At, at minimum, right? Because I put down like nine and there were still a ton of leftovers at the end. And that was just me. Listen, this man over here bought about seven and a half, eight pounds of ground beef. Shout out Costco. Costco. And you put it, what were the sauces you put in there? I don't know if I can release the. Uh, you know what? You'll have to come recipe. on July 3rd next come on year, July 3rd, 2024. Next year, you might be able to taste it, but I know that they were a hit. And I will say the one yes. secret ingredient in the ground beef for the burgers was the Worcestershire. Amen. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. Keep it Done. simple, but the Worcestershire was a hit. That was a hit, dude. But, dude, talk to me about, dude, 3rd of July. What's your experience? So, we talked about this a couple podcasts ago or a couple episodes ago. You're sober. You've been sober of alcohol for three, three and a half, half years. Three and a half years, bro. Three and a half January years. 28th of 2020 was the last time that I really drank. Respect. I had like. I tried a sip of the Happy Dad when I was over at your place. Funny enough, it was at your place. Yeah, that is funny. And, you know, I think that was literally one of the only sips. But, like, for the most part, like, besides that, I haven't had. Haven't had. No. Which he, is crazy. No. And those of you that know me back in the day or even in college, <laughs> anybody listening, it's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We've come a long way, though, man. We're adults now. We've grown up a little bit. 100%. I'm curious, though, from your perspective, being sober at a party like that, what are some things that you see? Like, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? You mean just like, what, what am I observing yeah, from the what other do you observe? people? That was a very vague question. Yeah. What are some <laughs> things that you like observe? Like, do you, do you, do you miss the partying? Do you miss uh, having a good time drinking alcohol? Like, do, are you happy with where you're at? Like, what, what's your observation of people? I think the, the funniest part about it is always like at the beginning of everything, right? Everybody's chill. Everybody's hanging yeah. out. Mm -hmm. And then as the night progresses, people start drinking more and more yeah. and more. Yeah. They get louder, a little bit more obnoxious. Energy levels go up. But I feel like for me, mm. I'm always able to match the energy because you know me. I'm a very energetic, totally. outgoing, goofy person. So I feel like I don't need to drink to have a good time. I have nothing against it, obviously. Like, mm -hmm. It doesn't bother me. Like mm -hmm. You guys could drink all day in front of me. Totally. It's not going to bother me. You could offer me whatever you want 100 times. I'm always going to say no just for mm -hmm. personal preference. But just watching everybody, I think, is yeah. it's so fun because especially as we get to the midnights and the yeah. 1 a.m.s and the 2 a.m.s, especially like out at the bars and stuff where people get absolutely sloshed. <laughs> it's, it's really, honestly, entertaining to watch, Yeah. but I don't miss it. If that mm -hmm. makes sense. I really 100%. don't miss that. And then the next day, you know, people are hung over and this and that. And it's, it's just personal preference, man. It's a lifestyle choice. And totally. I feel like mentally I'm just so much clearer than I used mm -hmm. to be. And I just, I don't have any of the urges to drink or party or do anything like that. But yeah. like I said, I have nothing against it. hundred mm -hmm. percent. Let's have fun. Let's do what we got to do. Yeah. Um, but that's just not for me, man. Yeah. And I really appreciate people like you who don't try to force it down my throat. Like, you know that I don't want to drink, so no, you don't even no, no. bother offering. You say, hey, yeah. it's here. Shout out to the NAs. And your mom got the NAs. Oh, my uh, gosh. Sam Adams, How do we Hayes. Oh, forget? my God. Don't, Shout I out your gonna, mom. Yeah. I was mm -hmm. drinking. Yeah. Just non-alcoholics. Non-alcoholics. Because I do love the taste of beer, especially like IPAs and some of the hoppier stuff. But the NAs, man. Dude, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Whenever I have like a rough day at work and I don't, cause sometimes like, sometimes I've noticed for me, it's hard to just have one drink. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it'll lead to two, three, four. And the next thing you know, I'm waking up with a hangover. Mm -hmm. What I've been doing lately, shout out to you, is I've been having a lot more NAs, non-alcoholic non beer. That's what NAs are for people who don't know. Yeah. Um, non-alcoholic. Tastes delicious. It tastes exactly like Dude, the same thing. The it Sam just Adams, have... Just the Haze might be my favorite NA of all 100%, 100%. time. I think you put me on that one. 
I or think, maybe I, th- I think we discovered it together because you had no, tried the athletic brewing. That's the one. And then yes. I came over to your place uh-huh. and I was bringing NAs and I went to the liquor store, like Liquor World or whatever, that's yes. right down mm-hmm. the street from where you live. Forty seconds away. And I was like, yo, what is this? This looks really good. So I brought it over and we tried it and we looked at each other and we're like, oh my gosh, this Amazing. is incredible. I think we had it on Blackout Wednesday, honestly. Yeah. I think that's one one of the first times we've tried Thanksgiving at your place, yes. Blackout. Blackout. Yes. We went out with like Toth and all that. Yes. Yeah, and I came over in the, in the all corduroy. Yeah, you were absolutely blacked so, no, out, dude. No, sloshed on like, NAs. You were sloshed on <laughs> NAs. <laughs> uh, but no, man, it was uh yeah, dude. That's something I, I like those. I do like to taste the beer. I like I like how it it's like a, a mind game it plays with it you. It is a mind game. It's like you you taste it so you think you're like relaxing, mm-hmm. but you don't feel the effects of what alcohol does to you. You know what's crazy that you mentioned that is the power of the mind is not a joke. Mm-mm. Maybe kind of goofy, could be all over my head, but I feel like after I put down two, three, four NAs, I'm kind of a little bit loose. Totally. Obviously, there's no alcohol in right. it, so it's basically like drinking water, but I feel like mentally, I just, I'm kind of loose. You know, like we're out at, you know, whatever it is, Alley 64 or flagship, and I've had a couple of NAs. I'm just kind of like in my element. You're chilling. Kind of booing. I'm You're chilling, chilling. Right? Dude, I'm right there with you, man. That, that, you bring up a good point because the power of the mind is no joke. Mm-hmm. I think when you realize that whatever you think about, you attract, mm-hmm. and whatever you think about, you become, is honestly true. Exactly. I've realized that the last couple of years. I know you've, you've realized that too for the last several years. Mm-hmm. 100%. Whatever journey you're on, whether if you want to... Be a bodybuilder if you want to make X amount of money. You put your mind to it. You put your focus mind to something. and block out all the noise and distractions and lock in. And that's lock kind of in. it's honestly kind of a perfect segue because I think beyond whatever your your self aspirations are, the energy that you put out, mm-hmm. the people that you interact with, how you treat them is what you're going to attract back into your circle. And I think that ties in completely with what we wanted to talk about today, which is the dating and the relationship yes. and just trying to attract quality people. I think that it's going to be a recurring theme on this mm-hmm. podcast on how important it is to have quality people in your circle, whether that be some of your close friends, building you know quality relationships mm-hmm. with maybe mm-hmm. some of your family members. I know you and your brothers and your parents are super tight, so like that, or you know whatever it may be, the quality of people around you is mm-hmm. key. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've all heard, maybe maybe all of us have heard kind of the saying where it's like, if you hang around four broke people, you're going to be the fifth. If you totally. hang around four millionaires, you're going to be the fifth. So that kind of simple saying speaks volumes. Dude. And mm-hmm. it's kind of funny. You had mentioned July 3rd of last year mm-hmm. was the first year you were kind of thinking, hey, I'm with Tina. Do I want to slowly, you know, introduce her to, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a smaller friend group here, maybe Hezzy, Landon, then trying to, you know back and forth back and forth and you yeah. said screw it i'm just gonna bring her and have her meet everybody yeah so you know me yeah i kind of keep i kind of keep you know my love life on the low key uh-huh. right yeah so this year i was kind of <laughs> in the same boat as you i've been talking to this girl you yeah. know shout out shout out shout out, <laughs> shout out <laughs> money but i was thinking hey i'm coming to this barbecue it's gonna be a blowout tons of my closest friends mm-hmm. here great vibes why don't i bring her Introduce her to some of the friends because she had only met one of my friends, Austin Casteris, I believe. AK, yeah. I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. she had met AK. We went to go watch some USC fights, and I've been talking to this girl, and we brought her, or I brought her, mm-hmm. to the Big Hergich blowout. Mm-hmm. And we had an absolute blast that night with yeah. everybody. She met she met Tina. Shout out Tina. Shout out she Tina, met baby. Wilson's girlfriend. She met a ton of people at the barbecue. We honestly had a, a blast. 
and where I'm going with this is, of course, shortly after that, I had introduced her to my dad. I think that night. Yeah. And it was the first girl that my dad had met in eight years. Because really, just, I don't just bring any I know you girl don't. around wow. my parents. That's a huge step for me. Phenomenal step. Dude. And she, she, wow. she didn't meet my mom. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Um, and she's not going to probably. So. <laughs> but it's okay. Should happen. We'll get there in a second. <laughs> yeah. But it was the first girl that my dad had met in eight years, literally yeah. since my ex-girlfriend in what 2014, 2015. It's been wow. a long time. Wow. Um, and he'd only met one girl before that. Long story short. I ended things with her Mm -hmm. just pretty recently. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of want to talk a little bit about it more and Mm -hmm. just be open about it because I feel there's a lot of people listening to this Uh that are in the same boat, maybe going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're single and they're trying to date in this really fucked up dating world that we have, or they're in a relationship, maybe could be a toxic or a bad relationship and they want to get out. And it's all about expressing yourself in a respectful way. And the way that I ended things with this girl in my eyes was very respectful. Yeah. And I don't know if she would say otherwise, I don't think so, Mm -hmm. but I basically had just kind of let her know, Hey, we'd been spending a lot of time together and I just felt as we were going, it was turning into more of just like a platonic friendship. And yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. on bad on my part or what it was. You know me. Mm-hmm. I always like to go at, at, at the girl's pace. I totally. want the girl to be comfortable. Yeah. I want her to feel very respected and not think that I'm just in it for maybe the wrong reasons, right? Mm-hmm. So I told her when we had started, I said, we're going at your pace. And I'm talking more so for like the physical stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And we had never really crossed that threshold into the next level. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what it was. Maybe that wasn't what it was. I don't really know. But I just felt as we were spending more time together, I felt like it was just more of a friendship. And I felt out of respect for her mm-hmm. that she should know that. Mm-hmm. And so I, we, we just had a conversation and I was like, hey, listen, you know, yeah. I love spending time with you. You're a great person. You know, we always have a blast together and I hope that we can continue having fun together mm-hmm. and good times. But I think as far as like maybe trying to take this relationship to the next level, I don't think it's going to be there. Yeah. And I just try to be honest. Yeah, dude. And I feel like that's all that you can do is just voice your feelings. Yeah. And I listened to her feelings. Yeah. Obviously, because her feelings are just as valid as mine and she respected my decision. And I feel like we left things off amicably and there's no animosity. Could mm-hmm. be wrong because she had sent me a message yesterday. She was like, hey, I'm sorry. You know, over the past couple of days, I haven't been as attentive or engaging in conversation with you, but she's just like, I don't think a friendship in the long run could be feasible. I was a little confused by that because I yeah. felt like what we had been doing for the last, you know, three months or whatever was kind of just like a friendship. So yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. okay. But like I said, her feelings are obviously valid and I respect her, you know, that decision. Totally. But yeah. What, what do you think about that? Because I haven't really talked about it with anybody. Like, no. what do you think about that? It's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, just to, I mean, this is like the second time I've heard about it. Let's, I'm going to be honest with you. I called Jeffrey before I came over and we kind of talked a little bit about it and he wanted to save it for this pod. Yeah. Right. Cause I think people can relate to it. Totally, man. And I think ultimately you're doing what, what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in life we have to be a little bit selfish mm-hmm. and some people are not going to like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you are doing what you felt was right. You wanted to try to keep a friendship. You offered that to her. Mm-hmm. If she doesn't take the bait, that's not on you. Yeah. You did everything that's in your control. Everything else is on her. Yeah. And whether you can look at it from other way, you can dissect it however you want but if you dissect it too much, you're just going to... You're going to overthink you're, you're going to drive yourself crazy, you're gonna which, mind is, fuck which isn't yourself. what I want to do. No, no. And I, knowing you, I think you want to you wanna move on in some capacity. Mm-hmm. You want to maintain the friendship if there's an opportunity. If yeah. not, I think you'll be okay. Yeah. You know? I think I'll be okay. I, right. I think you'll be fine. But you know what I mean? <laughs> she's a great girl, though. Yeah. And honestly, everybody loved her, and I loved being Dude, around her. And we always awesome. had a great time, but yeah. I just... 
I don't know if maybe like the physical aspect wasn't there or what it was because we never crossed that. And it's like, I'm okay taking things slow. Right. Mm -hmm. But I just think you get to a certain point when you're spending so much time with somebody and that physical aspect isn't clicking and you're not like crossing into that lane. And I'm not saying you have to have sex or anything like that, but even like it never went anywhere past kissing. Mm-hmm. And we'd only kiss like a couple times. That's fine. Which is totally fine. Totally and it's, fine. And, and I have no problem with that. But I'm saying, I think maybe when you take it so slow, it kind of just gradually turns into a platonic relationship without you even thinking about it. Because at the end of the day, we're hanging out. It's just like we're friends. It reminds me, and I think you you met this chick. It reminds me of a little bit. Yeah. Up in... When we went to Michigan, right? I don't want to go too much. I don't want to go too much into that. But the one thing I will say is we, same thing. We talked for about three months, just made out a little bit. That was it. Had opportunity to go a little bit further. Just didn't. I I don't know what it was. I I don't know. I I wonder if it was like my subconscious saying that this person isn't for me. That you're just not feeling it. So it's like, why cross that? Why why cross it to get the feelings mixed up and then put it on, reverse it back to you. And then it's like, well, fuck, now you feel guilty. Exactly. I wonder if subconsciously that's how you're feeling, how I felt. Was it like two years ago? Whenever? Two years ago. A year and a half ago. It was last February. So it was a a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago when we went. I wonder if that's what you're feeling when I felt with that individual i honestly think it was because mm-hmm. the one thing that i really loved about this girl is she was like super in tune with her face yeah, and everything totally. like that she was a, qu- a quality like i have nothing yes. bad to say about her okay and she was like really adamant about waiting and taking the physical side mm-hmm. slow which i mm-hmm. love and i respect yeah. so i'm happy and i think subconsciously i didn't tr- like make any attempts to cross that threshold yeah yeah out of like maybe that guilt of like okay if this doesn't happen now i kind of took you know, quote unquote, took that from mm-hmm. you. Right, right. And like, we didn't go anywhere. And then I would have felt extremely bad that we crossed that and like we ended up having sex and didn't go anywhere because that was like a gold nugget for her. I yeah. could tell she was like, really wanted to take things slow on that aspect, which which was great. And I'm, I'm honestly looking back on it, I'm very happy mm-hmm. that we didn't because mm-hmm. I would feel terrible right now. Dude, 100%. And I agree with you. I felt the same way, like I said, with... And um, but the one thing though, I'm, I'm thinking back on it now is like, we want to... We want to obviously have respect for mm-hmm. for our our partners or whoever we're talking with. Always, but I do think on the flip side, you can't create this path in life and just it's going to be to a T. You can't map it out. Mm-hmm. You sometimes have to enjoy life, and if things happen, if feelings, if one night you guys get drunk and you guys have sex, so be it. I mean, as long as it's as long as it's consensual. I want to preface that. I want to preface boy. that. Okay. Some dudes out there don't know how to take no for an answer. Uh, yes. Thank God that me and you are never been Amen. Like that. Amen. But Shout yeah. out to our parents for res- mm-hmm. having us be Raising respectful. respectful gentlemen. Yes. Seriously. <laughs> Anja. But in all seriousness, yeah. sometimes you can just map your, your, your life out because mm-hmm. if, if we may transition here a little bit, I dated a girl, gosh, this is what, 2019, 20, no, 2020, we broke up. It was dated her for two and a half years. Thought we were going to get married. I thought we were going to start a life together. The whole nine. I swear. And yeah. then I subconsciously knew we weren't as connected on the con- same path at the same pace, right? We weren't. We were in, she was in chapter 45. I think I was in chapter like two, mm-hmm. two or three. Okay. She, so you, so you weren't I, on I, her level. I think I told her I was, but I think subconsciously looking you, back, you my, knew. my actions didn't back it up. Yeah. And that was a Which big, fine. totally. It was an eye opener for me. And to be completely honest with you, bro, I dodged a bullet because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to get too much. And this is where it gets tricky because I, I do have respect for 
there's no ill will. Yeah. I don't want to get into it where you think I am bashing her, but I will say the one thing that I struggle with, or I'm sorry, rather I realized when I took some time for myself, took about two years before I found Christina, mm-hmm. she was trying to mold me into a person I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of guys and even probably some females out there who are experiencing the same thing, who are 100%, bro. their partner is trying to mold you into someone who you are not. But yeah. you love the person for who they are, and you're comfortable, and you don't want to leave, and you get caught in this psychological war in your mind that, fuck, I have to stay. Yeah. You don't have to stay. You don't. You want to because it's comfortable, but you and I both know that when you step out of that comfort zone and you really grow and you take a chance and you do something that you don't want to do, that's how you grow. It's 100% how you grow. 100%. And I think anyone listening who is experiencing that, I, I hear you. I really do. I've been through that. I was totally fucked up in the head for a long time. You can mm-hmm. ask my brother. Yeah. Jeffrey knows. You can ask my buddy Juice, Joe. It was bad. Yeah. It was really bad. Even even, even my buddy uh, Justin Dishler. We shout out Dish, man. Shout out Jay Dish. Shout out Jay <laughs> J- Dish, man. That's the boy right there, for real. Hundred percent. Him and I. I mean, I'm not gonna share his story. Yeah. But we. Uh, I mean, thank God he was there for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was a very, very, very rough road. But if you're in that situation, man, and you need some advice, reach out. Honestly, I would Please. love to Please love do. to talk to you. You know, would honestly. Love to. That is a ginormous point that I really want to segue into just about overall dating. Mm -hmm. And I think the most important thing to do when you're entering the dating pool is remaining true to yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one thing that me and me really clicked on is from minute one, she was herself and I was myself. So we immediately accepted each other for who we were, Mm -hmm. the good, the bad, all of it. Mm-hmm. So immediately from, yeah. from second one, there was that instant comfortability. Yeah. Because if you spend too much time trying to be somebody that you're not, then you get caught up in this relationship and that person kind of likes you for the facade or the personification that you right. have been putting on. Right, right. That's not you. So mm-hmm. then when you fall back into your comfortability and your routine and you kind of mm-hmm. go back to your roots and who you really are, this person's kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, this isn't mm-hmm. who I thought you totally. were. This isn't what I signed up for, which maybe is what happened with you and mm-hmm. Or yeah. you never know what I'm totally. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Yeah. But- I think that's so true, especially in today's day and age now with social media and you have these dating apps and you just have all these people putting on masks and facades. And it's it's honestly mm-hmm. like a virtual reality when you go on Instagram because what's real, what's not, we don't even know. It's, AI, like, it's like the movie no. fucking Avatar, AI. No, bro. And I think just what's so important, and this is something that I've been working on mm-hmm. Over the last, because I've been single for what, five years now? Almost six? Almost six, yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time. You you were dating proudly, but not a serious relationship. Let's preface that. I haven't had a girlfriend since my last girlfriend. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. But I think what it was and the reason why it took so long before really trying to get back into the dating pool and look for something serious is because I had work I needed to do. I needed to change some of my ways and I needed to find who Mm -hmm. I was as my true self. Totally. Because for a long time I was wearing the mask. I was wearing the costume. I was putting on the facade. I had to look in the mirror and feel comfortable and love my own skin because how can you expect somebody else to love you when you don't love yourself? And that's that's the biggest thing that I had to realize when I was younger is I need to love myself. And once I do that and I am my true self, I will attract people who love me for me. Mm. 
which is why I would rather have five close friends who love me for me. And I would rather have one close partner who loves me for me than have hundreds and hundreds of people who like me for who they think I am. Totally. If that makes sense. hundred percent. I just think yes. that there's so many people out mm. there now. Yes. Preach. Who just need to find themselves. You know, somebody really close to me right now, she's going through a very tough time right now. And we, we had a long conversation the other day and I said, listen, I think the number one thing that you need to do right now is just take some time to yourself and find out who you really are, what you're passionate about, what makes you happy, what makes you tick, and just dive into that. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about who's saying what. Don't worry about who's, who's doing who, whatever it may be. Like a horse with blinders, you need to find that direction and mm-hmm. you need to go for it. And I think when people do that, that's when you start attracting the yes. right people into mm-hmm. your life. That's when you start attracting the right partner who's going to see you shining in your light because you are who you are, yeah. not who, who you're trying to be. Totally. Dude. And it, it's a lot easier said than it, done. It, it, it takes it, mm-hmm. years and years, and I'm still trying to accept it. But you know me, man. I it's know. just like I'm goofy. I'm quirky. I'm weird. So I'm going to do this <laughs> on the first date. And if you don't like it, then I'm not the one for you because I want you to like me for me. I don't want to be like – I'm not talking about like being respectful or whatever. Like I'm going to be on my, my P's and my Q's. I'm going to be polite. Totally. But when it comes to like my personality – I'm going to be me. Yeah. And you're either going to like it or you're not. And that's cool. I won't get offended if you don't. No. But if you like it, great. Let's have a great goofy time. Let's do it. Let's enjoy it. You know it. what I mean? Totally, man. Dude, that's... What do you, what do you think about that? Dude, I was just going to say to touch on that. You brought me back to when my last girlfriend and I, we, we broke up. And I was going through that, trying to find myself. I didn't know what to do. I haven't picked up a book... <laughs> 10 plus years mm-hmm. and one of my my other my, one of my good friends one of my one of my best friends from whitewater shout out joe worth he told me about rich dad poor dad by mm-hmm. robert kawasaki kiwasaki same thing but <laughs> is it is it it dude that book yeah. changed my life mm-hmm. and without reading that book and investing into myself i would have never been where i am three years later living the life that i'm living the happiest i think that you've maybe have ever been man every time i see honestly, you got a smile on your face bro. i swear man honestly and it's it's you got to invest time in yourself and a lot of what i did back then was i read books i hated reading i had a reading reading disability growing up so I couldn't comprehend text materials it was really difficult for me i went on solo bike rides i i learned to draw i I, I wrote a little bit. I journaled. I took solo trips, bro. I took a solo trip for the first time ever. Yeah. Back in 2020. And I went out to uh, Virginia. I went out to uh, Shenandoah Valley, dude. Oh my God. The best decision I ever made. Booked my own flight, booked my own rental car, booked my own resort, booked everything. And just went for it. Went for it. Best thing I ever did in my life was taking that trip. That trip was the best thing that. The solitude I had, I met so many cool people out there, stepped completely out of my comfort zone. Just spent quality time with me. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to do that, whatever your financial situation is, but if you can have an opportunity to do that, I highly encourage that. I highly encourage that because you learn a lot, a lot about who you are, what you want to become. You get to be goofy. No one's telling you what to do. Just enjoy your life and Just learn about life. you. Yeah. Learn about you. So I think to answer your question, that's uh, that's what I did, and that's what worked for me. And you have to find what works for you, because what works for me and, and Jeffrey isn't necessarily gonna work for you. Exactly. Some nuggets may. Some nuggets might. A little bit here, a little bit there, but maybe the entire right. recipe isn't what you're what you're feeling. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe it is. Maybe it is, and we hope some nuggets help. We really mm-hmm. do. And if it doesn't, that's okay. That's yeah. why we have our own interests and in what we want to do. And um, I, I just really think that. 
at the end of the day, invest in yourself. You got to take time. Mm-hmm. It's gonna. It's not gonna happen. The let. I I think you would agree with this. I would never encourage anyone to do this. If you're out getting out of a serious relationship, you jump relationships. Don't no. don't do that. That is, you are coding all these feelings that you have for an individual, and it's not fair to the next person that you come in contact with because you're still thinking about the person who you were just with, yeah. and you're trying to get over it, shove it under the rug. It's not going to work. It just doesn't work like that. There's like some quote that I saw online that was like, don't hurt the next person that did nothing to you because of the the trauma that you've gotten from the person that hurt you or something like that. I know I I completely butchered that, but I think you get the gist of it. The concept is is spot on. Don't pass that pain onto the next person from Mm -hmm. what the last person did to you. Mm -hmm. Seriously. You know? That's deep. It is deep. It's deep, man. It gets really deep. And I I got a big question for you. It's it's 2023. Mm Mm-hmm. And nowadays, with all the social media and these different apps, what's your take on dating apps? Didn't you meet Tina on? One? I did. I met Tina on Bumble. I am. Shout out Bumble. That's actually where I met. Shout out Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest though. I am. I say this every single day of my life. I am extremely blessed, and you know this, to have mm-hmm. Christina in my life. She's been. Incredible. The most supportive person I've ever had in my life, and I don't want to get teary. I'm not trying to be that guy, but Tina's Do amazing. It, bro. Let it out. Uh, man. T- Tina, Tina is amazing. She's that that girl for me, and I, I love I love Christina. Love you. Shout out Tina. Shout Every out episode. Tina. Shout out Tina. Shout out Tina. Uh, but no, seriously, all seriousness, I th- I think dating apps are good, man. I think they can be good. I think they can be bad, and. It's a double-edged sword because you it's like speed dating, right? Mm-hmm. It's like speed dating. And if you look at the concept of speed dating, you date a lot of people in a short amount of time. Yeah. That's what dating apps are. You you get you talk to people, it's like a chore, you talk to them, you get to know them for a little bit, you could hop on an audio call, video call with Maybe them. Get together, grab, grab grab drinks or something. Whatever it is. There's no strings attached. Mm-hmm. I think that's good because you get to date a variety of people and you get to learn out, you kind of get to weed out the people that you don't want to meet. Yeah. You, that's one option, right? I think the other one, you can go authentically, you can go organically, you just do live your life and go out and meet people. But I don't want to go down that path. To answer your question, I do think dating apps can be good. Mm-hmm. I think they can be good. I think you have to know what you're looking for in a person. And what I did is I wrote down 13 to 15 qualities of women that I'm looking for. Yeah. And I looked at it every single day. I knew what I was looking for in a partner. And if they didn't meet a handful, if not all the criteria, on the next. next. I'm not going to waste time. But you have to know what you want, and that takes time with investing in yourself. I could see you like swiping through Bumble with (laughs) like a whiteboard next to you. This girl's got loyalty. (laughs) She's got personality. Uh, Oh, no, she doesn't have that swipe left. Jokes. Jokes. (laughs) Hey, between you and me. No, I'm just kidding. That never happened. 100%. 100%. (laughs) Um, That's funny. How about you, man? What's your take? Because you're still in that that. I'm dating still in scene. that, man. What I'm are your thoughts on dating apps? Do you like them? Do you not? Talk to me. I'll be honest with you. So on my last podcast that I had with, with Sean Burchek, shout out you, Shawnee B. Um, yeah, buddy. It was, it was very short-lived. But we had one episode where we talked about it, and it was crazy. I was really anti-dating apps. And this was 2020, I think. it was Maybe we're going into 2021. So it was a couple years ago. But my mindset has shifted, and I'm still kind of torn between do I like them or do I not? And I'll give you a couple of reasons why. Mm-hmm. I think that it's great for meeting people, right? For people like me, I don't really do much. I don't go out super often. I go to the gym. I go to the grocery store. I work. 
I don't really do too much. So it's like, how is somebody yeah. that's tied into a routine like that going to meet a ton of people and like a ton of, you know, people that could potentially become like partners or whatever, unless I approach a girl like Trader Joe's mm-hmm. or Whole Foods right, or at right. the gym like that. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, right? I'm probably not going to do that. No, probably not um, a good idea. <laughs> so it, it gives me or people like me a chance to meet people that I maybe wouldn't have the opportunity in, right. in, in other in other senses. But the reason why I don't like them, and it's still a reason to this day why I don't like them, is because I feel like one of the best things about meeting somebody organically is that first impression. And you kind of are able to leave your own customized imprint on somebody because they're meeting you for you, whatever it may be, right. that interaction. And I think dating apps takes that away because you're going to be swiping, whether it's Tinder, Bumble, or Hinge, you're going to be swiping. And there was like a study that came out that shows, first off, people are only typically looking at the first picture and they're looking at your profile for under one second. I saw that. You so talked to me about that. They're yeah, yeah, deciding yeah. in under a second if you're a match or not. And it's solely going to be based off a of physical appearance. So that already right there is going to be like the biggest red flag that's a con from the dating apps. Mm -hmm. Totally. Because for certain people, maybe they just aren't photogenic. Mm -hmm. I know for me, Mm -hmm. I don't really take a lot of photos of myself besides like maybe in the gym or whatever it may be. So I don't necessarily have a ton of photos that might be eligible for the quote unquote good dating profile. Right. So I'm already having limited selections. Okay. So you're, you're, you're swiping based off of that. You're not really able to digest who I am Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and make a proper assumption after like meeting me, interacting with me, going on a date with me. So let's say that we get past you, you swipe right, right? You like what you see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. You've looked at my profile for one second, you swipe right. Oh, he's kind of cute, whatever. And we make it to that next stage. Now, after we match, you're going through my profile, maybe digging a little bit deeper, looking at the other photos, maybe the captions, and you're already starting to kind of formulate Mm-hmm. A preconceived notion on mm-hmm. who you think I am, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is another huge red mm-hmm. flag onto these dating apps. And I don't think a lot of people really think about this on a deeper level, Mm-mm. but it's no. happening subconsciously or maybe even consciously. It's happening. So now when you've looked through my profile, you might see the tattoos. You might yeah. see whatever it may be. <laughs> this the guy. Muscles. No, seriously. I'm <laughs> no, being I know. I know him you too. see the tattoos. <laughs> you see the muscles. And more often than not, you're probably going to already label me as douche. You're going to think cocky or whatever it may be. Yeah. And the people out here that are listening to this that know me, I'm the complete opposite yeah, of that. Yeah, complete. <laughs> um, like, seriously. No, I know. Honestly. And so now you're going into it with this preconceived notion. Let's say that we start talking, and I can only do so much through the messages A lot of the times the conversations are super dry. They're not really leading anywhere. They're very surface level, which I get. Yeah. But then also too, and you think about just overall texting, there's a lot of question marks on it. You might be misinterpreting what I'm saying. You're not getting my sense of humor. So then now these conversations are going any left, right, Mm -hmm. which way. Mm -hmm. And it it's basically where I'm what I'm trying to get at yeah. is it's not gonna give you a full reflection on who I truly am. Right, right. A- am I still on them, you know, using them? Sadly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but I just think that there's a lot of like weight and there's a lot of cons that come with them mm-hmm. that I'm not a fan of. Yeah. So my mindset while using them is to, if I match with somebody and we start talking, you can kind of generally tell after a couple messages with the banter going back and forth, is this going to go anywhere? I try to instigate some kind of 
activity or public meetup mm-hmm. or phone call or FaceTime mm-hmm. to be able to get a better sense of conversation and compatibility. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you get on the phone with somebody or on a FaceTime, you can pretty much tell within mm-hmm. one minute yeah. if this is going to be dry, right. if this is going anywhere totally. or not. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't know, man. It's, yeah, it's honestly it's like using the, the dating apps is like running in circles. And you're expecting to like yeah. start in A, you're running a circle around A mm-hmm. and end up at C, D, E, F or yeah. wherever it is. It's hard. I don't it's know, hard. man. Yeah. No, I know. I'm going to pause, right. pause right here. So just so you guys know, so we have only a couple, like 30 minutes of video for this episode. Um, we got to, I still got to clear some of the old content out and edit it, but um yeah, dude, I, I think just to kind of keep things rolling here, we can figure out the video later is... It is hard, man. So you have a preconceived notion. You're just like swiping. You get like, how can you justify someone based off of under one second? How do you know? Exactly. How do you know? It's it's a it's a photo. Exactly. It's a photo. How do you, and maybe I just didn't pick the right first photo, so you didn't scroll deeper to see maybe a more artistic photo of me outdoors, whatever it may be. And the thing is that that really you know grinds under my gears too is because you're gonna formulate that preconceived notion on, on who I am by looking through my profile, okay? Right. And there's not, there's not going to be any shaking that. No. So let's say that the conversations are going well and we do end up going out to get drinks or food or whatever. Now you're going to go into that first date already with that preconceived notion in the back <laughs> of your head or these expectations of I'm going to be X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But I might be JKL. You don't know. Probably because a lot of the times I am JK, just kidding, joking, because <laughs> I'm a goofy motherfucker. But you get yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. I know. I know exactly what you mean. And and that's the downfall, I think, to dating apps. With I mean, a lot of the viewers and the listeners, right. are, are we're all on them. It's 2023. You got the Tinders, the Bumbles, the Hinges, right. the Christian Mingles. Yeah. Farmers got, only. Yeah, I mean, farmers only. Whatever. There's whatever. literally probably 50 dating apps out there, Whatever's if not 100. Yeah. And even on... Instagram, the DMs, it, they, they kind of label that as like a dating app because yeah. it's almost like you're, you're getting the profiles yeah. and you can message people that you're interested yeah. in. So yeah. Instagram kind of is almost like the most popular dating app. But I just think with this online dating, mm-hmm. man, it's so tricky. It's honestly like you're playing with fire and yeah. you might be able to cook that steak with that fire or you might get burned. Nice ribeye. Maybe, maybe that not. Nice ribeye that I've been making on the cast iron I and finishing it. in the oven. But you, you get yeah. where I'm going with this. Yeah. No, I know exactly So what you I mean. think my advice to the listeners out there is kind of circling back to what we had said before, try to formulate as much of an authentic profile Mm -hmm. of yourself to kind of capture who you really are, if possible, Mm -hmm. on whatever site you are using, and just stay true to you. Just be you. Take these dating apps with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, be respectful, be kind, Mm -hmm. be courteous, and, and, you know, all the above, but just be you. And I think that with these dating apps, too, a lot of the people are trying to put forth the facade, maybe some of the guys flexing the money or the cars mm-hmm. or whatever. But, like, nobody really gives a shit, bro. How no one cares. You? No how one cares. You, how are you going to treat the waiter or the waitress when we go out to dinner or the bartender? Right. How are you going to treat the person that slipped in the, in the road or whatever it may be? That's more important than the material shit. Always will be. And always will be. So I think – and just with dating nowadays, kind of tying it back to that – to the story with earlier, I'm sorry to kind of pivot here, you know, after the dating apps is – I just think that what's so messed up nowadays with the dating Mm. is just lack of communication. Mm -hmm. I think the number one thing that probably happens in those early talking stages is ghosting, which fucking pisses me off. Mm -hmm. And I try to hold myself 
to a higher standard to not do that. Yeah. Where like if I'm talking to somebody or we're hanging out and I feel like it's not going to go anywhere, I try to vocalize that. Mm. So at least the other person knows like, hey, this has been great. Yeah. But I just don't think it's going to go anywhere. So I think me and you, both of us, mm -hmm. should not waste our time any further. And you at least, or I at least, I would appreciate if somebody said that to me that I was talking to, kind of get that closure as opposed to just the ghosting. Right. Which is for, for the people out there that maybe don't know that is like if you're talking or dating to somebody and then all of a sudden you just go completely ghost and you stop responding, you mm -hmm. unfollow them on Instagram or whatever, and you never hear from them again. And you don't really get the answer to like, right. hey, we've gone on like 10 dates. We've been having a great time. And What's up? <laughs> What's up? Like, yeah, right. Are you alive? Yeah. Like, hello? Uh, yeah. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Knock, knock. Yeah. But I just think nowadays people don't know how to communicate. No. Especially when it comes to maybe those more difficult conversations like the ones that I had or the one that I had with mm -hmm. about, hey, listen, mm -hmm. we've been spending some great time together, but I just don't think that this is going to go anywhere. And I kind of feel like in the long run, yeah. we may not see it now, yeah. but in the long run, this might flourish, this relationship might flourish a little bit more just as friends or mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whatever it is mm -hmm. if you want to take some time apart from somebody or yeah. this and that, just communicate. Nobody knows how to fucking do that anymore. I don't know if it's because of the cell phones and everybody's just texty, texty. All Nobody right. knows how to even converse. No. You know what I really noticed too on a lot of dates mm. is a lot of people can't keep eye contact. Even adults, man. Even adults. I noticed that a lot. Looking all over the room. And, and I pride phone. myself on being able to look someone in the eyes, give you a compliment, talk to you, and converse. And I think looking somebody in the eyes is the biggest sign of showing, hey, you have my attention. Totally. I'm not focused on anything else. You have my undivided attention as I'm looking into the camera. The camera's not even recording us right now because it's past 33 <laughs> minutes. But just simple things like that is people just can't do it. No. I don't know what it is, dude. I so don't you're know. lucky. I, I, you found your one I, on Bumble, but dudes I, I out did. here like me are still in the battlefield. I just want to say though, as fortunate as I am, I was drugged through the ringer. Oh, I for know two you years. Have. I know you know. I know you so, have, and I know you didn't mean this that, but I do want to preface that for our listeners that don't know me as well as as maybe Kepi does, Jeffrey. That is, dude. I was drugged through the ring. I had some insane dates. Some. Really good people out there, and then some freaking whack nuts out Oof. there too. Oh my goodness! And we can go on for another hour, and I don't want to. Maybe we can get into it in, an, in another, another episode because I have a lot that we can touch on in this. But you just have to count your blessings, be thankful for what you have, continue to go through that journey. I know it sucks, man, but it's, in order to have something you want, you got to do something that you don't, you haven't done before. Mm -hmm. I think Denzel Washington said something along those lines. In order to get something that you want, you have to do something that you've never did. Yeah. And any aspect in life, work, relationships, friendships, um, judge, whatever it is, whatever mm -hmm. you want to do. If you want to get on America's Got Talent, you got to perform Go in front of people. Yeah. You got to do shit like that. And I encourage you to do that if that's what you want to do. Life's too short, man. Do whatever the hell you want to do. Don't give a shit about what people say. People are going to tell you no. Mm -hmm. On to the next. You, you still have your tight circle. You still have your homies. I got Kepi. I know, 100%. Amen. I'm going to leave specifically the male viewers with one golden nugget, which you think would be common sense. But fellas, if you are going on a date, when you see the girl, right, give her a nice compliment. Whether you have flowers or not, that's on you. Give her a nice compliment. Open the doors for her on the on the first date. 
make her feel respected and loved. You would be surprised how many dates I go on and I'll like open my car door if I'm driving or I open All the, time. You know, the door to the restaurant we go into and a girl tells me like, wow, like no guy has ever done this or a guy hasn't done this in forever. And I'm mm. like... That's bare minimum. I do it all the time for Tina. I swear I, 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 I know one hundred percent all the time. I was literally just with my mom at the family <laughs> reunion, and we were like lifting some stuff, and I kept opening the door for her, and we were talking about that. I was like, you know how many girls have told me when I open the door to my car or whatever, oh my god, like a guy's never done that before. I'm like, wait, what? what? We're like mid twenties, and a guy has never opened the Bro. door for you. So I'm telling you, fellas out there who are listening, do it. It's not that hard. And if you it's think it's really not that hard, but it's just a sign of respect. I'm going to open the door for you. I'm going to always, you know, kind of what the, the street rule, like when we're walking down the street, yeah. I'm going to walk on the inside. I'm going to like always kind of like always. keep my eye out and like make you feel protected. Yeah. It's a small little nugget that you think would be common sense, but I'm telling you fellas out there, do it. Dude, do it. And be respectful. Don't be a fucking weirdo. No, don't be a weirdo. And if you, <laughs> it, for anyone who thinks that you're like whipped or whatever it is, nah. fuck that, man. Y- whip, you're being a gentleman. Shout out Randy. Shout out to my dad who raised me right. Seriously. Shout out Mark and Kathy too, man. Honestly, they, they raised me right too. Hold the door open. It's a simple gesture. It's a kind thing. It's, it gives you a peace of mind and it gives mm-hmm. someone else a peace of mind. And if, if there's anything you learn from this podcast, that's it right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Literally, that's it. All, drop that little, <clears throat> drop the little compliment too when you first get there because it's already going to put a smile on their face and they're gonna be like, "Wow, like he pays attention." Comment on her hair, outfit, her makeup, whatever it is. Eyebrows. Open the door. The eyebrows. Nick, Nick Nairsina. <laughs> shout out to Nick Nairsina. But listen, dude, I yeah. could honestly talk about this dating forever. It's something that I'm passionate about. Me too. And honestly, anybody that's listening to this, just stay true to you. I've been single for a long time. I don't know, you know, some of the people out there that are listening maybe have been single for a long time. And it's just, you know, mm-hmm. just <laughs> trust in yourself and just trust that somebody else there, somebody else is out there too. Because I know like, shout out AK. Yeah. He was kind of going through the room totally. too. And he had been through a couple choppy relationships and he was single for a while. And then he finally met Brittany, his girlfriend now. And, mm. and she's the one. She's chilling. And, I love and, it. You know, it's, I love it. You just have to stay true and mm. just know that somebody out there is going to come along for you at the right time. Be patient. Never settle. Guys and girls that are listening, never settle mm. for somebody who doesn't treat you how you know that you deserve to be retre- to be treated. Amen. I'm stumbling on my words right now. My brain is kind of melting and my, my mind is running a thousand miles a minute. Love it. But That's I'm it. telling you. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank this you. This is episode five. Wow. Episode three is dropping Tuesday. The people that are listening to this, it's obviously already out. Every Tuesday, (laughs) Tuesday. new episodes are coming. Episode five. Thank you guys so much for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. We will catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. Kind of watching, right? (laughs) Kind of fucking watching, right? I kind of honestly like having.